Hi, Bobby here. You know, the geek guru. The guy that Chelsea Capri hates. Yeah, well, I'm just sitting here and I'm taking a poo. <laughs> and I decided to write a review on my favorite podcast, We The GamerCast, with Sean Capri. You know, you should listen in as well. I think you should probably write your own review while you're taking a poo. I think Sean would like that. It's me, Sean Capri, and welcome to episode 24 of a brand new rebooted We the Gamer cast. It's hosted by WeTheNerdy.com, and it publishes on iTunes every Monday. Or wherever you get your iTunes and stuff like on the podcast, why do I keep going up high like this? Welcome to the show. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for hitting subscribe. Thank you for sharing with a friend and an old lady in a grocery store. Thank you so much for rating us on iTunes. It helps everything you do. It helps. It's helping every week. This is getting bigger and better and more awesome. So thank you guys for being here. And thank you a thousand thank yous. It's how we keep this thing moving and going and growing. And all these other rhyming things. This is getting weird. I'm sorry, guys. If you're new, if this is your first time, this is here's the deal. Every week I get to have sweet hangs with a stranger from the internet. We talk about video games. And if you want to be part of this show, you can tweet at me at Sean Capri. Of course, it's Sean like Connery, Capri like the pants. And um, you might be just like my new friend, Greg, who who did the same thing, only on the Facebook. He did the Facebook version of tweeting me, whatever that is. And it wasn't too long ago. He's like, I'll be part of the show. And I'm like, you're on. <laughs> I just kind of like, doesn't matter. I, it was great to have him and we'll, we'll chat to him in, in just a moment here. I have a great, it, I don't know if I'm alienating anybody when I say something like this, but this is one of my favorites, guys. This was one of those, cause I didn't know what to expect. That was the thing with, with, uh, with a lot of these other guys. Oh my God, I'm going to hurt somebody's feelings. Um, I'm always able to, let's put it this way. I'm always able to, uh, before I have somebody on, I can creep. I could do a little creeping because a lot of us are content creators and we put ourselves out there and we do podcasts and we do videos. So there's a way for me to kind of get a sense of who's coming on the show and their cadence and their sense of like their personality, their sense of humor and things like that. But with Greg, all I knew about him was that he was a fellow best friend in the kind of funny group and that, you know, we're both fans of Colin and Greg and all those guys and that was pretty much it when I, <laughs> that's pretty much all I knew about Greg when, uh, when I agreed to, when I asked him to come on to the show. So when something like that happens, you just never know <laughs> who you're going to get on the other end. Uh, so I guess maybe I was pleasantly surprised. Um, it was, this was, I had, I just got back from having brunch with my family and, uh, we actually had like a hard out on, on today's recording, but otherwise this could have been, this could have been a marathon, you guys that uh, just, but I guess I'm starting to say that every week. So maybe that means it's a good sign. I'm starting to meet some really amazing people. And as I was getting started to record this, I'm like, episode 24. Wait a minute. I didn't even think about this until just now. This is like the Jack Bauer episode. <laughs> oh, man, I should. I don't even know. Okay, we're going to probably have some sort of 24 reference in the bumpers or something like that. So look out for that. I have to make a note. I have to make a note about that. Okay. So I started to realize episode 24. I'm like, this is, this has been going on a little while. It's been, it's been a good 
four months, five months even, since I talked to Seamus Mullins from Australia. What's up, Seamus? Uh, so, and we haven't missed a week, I don't think. There may have been one. I think I took a break over Christmas and then maybe family day. Okay, so I took a couple breaks. <laughs> so my, my 50, my 52nd, uh, episode probably won't land right on my one year anniversary, but maybe we'll do something to make sure that that all works. But I'm rambling. I apologize, guys. Uh, if you're new, again, this is, this is sort of the deal. Uh, we'll get to Greg and <laughs> we'll have lots of Greg. You'll get, you'll, you'll get enough of Greg in just a, in just a moment. I sort of ramble, but I, I had a moment anyways when I realized 24. I was like, man, this is going awesome. I'm so, I'm so lucky that people even want to be part of the show. I'm getting terrific feedback. People are enjoying the fact that it's a little bit different. Um, I, I can't do the news as good as any of these other podcasts. Um, Life of Gaming podcast. What's up, Josh and James? Those guys do it better than I ever could. Um, Bobby, what you heard Bobby at the start, the geek cast. Great show there. And I mean, Ray, Rebecca, Lee, like those guys at the Nerd Overdrive podcast. What else? I'm going to leave somebody out. Joey, what's up? Game and Talk. These guys have really good shows and there's no reason for me to do. And I listen to every single one of these guys. You guys are all on my, on my subscribe lists. PJ with Cleverly Named Podcast. I mean, all these shows. Sorry guys, I'm, I'm, I can't go through every single one. I'll give shout outs at the end though, for sure. I will get, I will get everybody at the end. But all these shows do it better than I ever could. And the chemistry that those guys all have with their, um, with their group, they're all closely knit friends. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> I don't really have anybody like in locally that obsesses about games as much as I do. So I, I've taken to the internet to find strangers and that's kind of how this whole thing happens. So I'm so grateful that you guys are here. I'm having an absolute blast. So I hope that you're enjoying it as well. And if you are, again, a rating would be so greatly appreciated. Even though I'm in Canada and I can't probably see your American-based reviews, I've got a hookup. I've got somebody sending me <laughs> screenshots, and I'm so lucky. I've got I've got reviews piling up, you guys. I, you have no idea how much that helps and how uh, humbling that is. It's really, really awesome. Oh, and speaking if you're new, too, if this is your first episode, you should go back maybe after you listen to this and, and check out last week's. I had Noah Todd. And the link here is I now have had, I don't know, three or four, maybe even five insanely intelligent people on my podcast. <laughs> so last week I had Noah Todd, who is child genius. The week before that I had Kaylee, who is also a child prodigy. And then this week I've, I've got Greg, of course, who is uh, studying engineering at, at Virginia Tech. And I mean, I think I might be getting smarter <laughs> just talking to all these people. And maybe it's by osmosis. I think that's how it works. Like, I don't really have to do any studying. I just talk to smart people. And then that's how that I think that's how it works. That's why I listen to Colin from uh, from kind of funny, because I think I get smarter just listening to him. So I had Noah Todd on last week, and uh, I've had some really nice feedback coming from the community. So thank you, guys. Uh, it really does keep me going. You guys have no idea. I've talked about this with um, maybe a few of you, but the fact that um, you know, I don't really have like that, that crew, uh, like the podcast crew, like it's just me. And then I meet somebody new every week, which is terrific, but I don't have anybody to like bounce ideas off of or just to kind of keep my head. So I really appreciate all the great feedback. And last week was no different. I had Noah Todd from 8-Bit Chimp. And, uh, I had a few people actually come to me and say I, that they were so appreciative that, that we had him on because they had always seen him kind of in and out of Facebook groups and they seen him comment and things like that. And we chatted for a good hour, hour and a half. And, uh, we sort of pulled back what, who is Noah Todd? That's always the idea. But I think 
maybe um, we got to know a little bit more about what Noah's up to. And, and that was awesome. I'm, I'm loving the fact that people are kind of getting the reason that we're doing this whole thing. So thank you again. Had an awesome chat with Noah. He's such a good guy. Again, he's, I, I definitely look forward to everything that that guy's doing, all the content he's putting out there. So I, I'm keeping a, keeping an eye out for what's coming up for 8-Bit Chimp. What an awesome thing that he's got going there. And if you guys want to say hi, of course, remember, come to the We The Nerdy Facebook group. It's a great place to just let us know what you're playing or if you have comments about the show, you can always... That's a really good place to do it if you don't want to go on to WeTheNerdy.com where this uh, this podcast is also posted. But but Facebook is easy, right? You can definitely just sign up on Facebook. We come onto the group and uh, don't be a lurker. We're friendly. We're nerdy. Just leave, yeah, let us know you guys are there and it would be great to have you. Let's see. This past week... <laughs> This, I don't know how else to say this, you guys, but I have got a library card. <laughs> I'm 32 years old and I've have, I haven't had a library card in, in a little over two decades. And the reason that I got a library card, for those of you who haven't already seen me tweet about this, um, I, I wanted to rent video games. <laughs> um, so I've discovered that the library by my work, uh, actually has, pretty tremendous selection of games and you can also go online and kind of place holds on on all sorts of stuff things that haven't even come out yet so i have a hold on or i've had a hold for a little while i guess on dark souls 3 so hopefully i can get my hand my dirty little hands on that hopefully i can get my hands on that pretty soon but I kind of put a hold on, I don't know, 20 games because I didn't think I was going to get any of them. It says it, you can see how far down the line and in the queue you are. And it didn't look like I was going to get anything for a little while. So I just kept putting things on hold. And two days later, I get an email that says, you have 12 games available. <laughs> Good God. So I I feel like the library is going to just add stress to my already crazy backlog. Um, but this is a really nice way for me to try to... It's like free renting. I can play these games for just maybe a couple hours and determine whether or not this is something I need to have right away or if it's something I can wait for a sale. So I'll give you a couple of examples. So some of the games that I took home included Dark Souls 2. So everybody else is playing Dark Souls 3. And I had never played Dark Souls 2. The, my first sort of Souls, quote unquote, Souls game uh, was Bloodborne. And I absolutely love that game. So I, I'm probably a lot like a lot of you guys where you try Bloodborne, maybe it's your first one. It seemed like People were talking about that one being the more accessible <laughs> one, which is hilarious to even talk about. Um, and I also heard that it was very, very different. And so I spent a few hours playing some Dark Souls 2, and I actually still haven't finished Bloodborne. And so I, I was playing it, and it's it's actually way more similar than I thought. I don't know what I was... Like, maybe I thought that the, the gameplay was going to be quite a bit different, and of course you don't have a gun in your in your left hand. Um, but aside from that, a lot of the mechanics are, are very, very close. And so because I haven't finished Bloodborne yet, I, I'm going to put Dark Souls 2 aside for now. I feel like I've got the better game. I might be getting some hate for that, but I feel like I've got the better, just more modern, I guess, game. And I haven't finished that. So I feel like, um, I can actually wait on Dark Souls 2. I get what, I get what's there. Uh, but I think, I, I think I get it. I think that I'll just probably end up, uh, I think I'll probably have, Bloodborne as my starting point, and then I'll, I'll jump into Dark Souls 3 whenever I can get my hands on that. So that was Dark Souls. The other game that I've always wanted to get my hands on, but just never really have, is Forza Horizon 2. And I I don't like to dismiss racing games, because I think that there's, there's actually quite a bit 
there in terms of it being an arcadey, very accessible experience. But there's this sort of stigma around racing games, especially the name Forza, where you have this simulation part to it. And uh, earlier, well, I guess last fall, I reviewed Forza 6, and I sort of discovered the fact that this isn't very terrible. I guess it's sort of like Bloodborne as well. Like, I, I feel like we just need to get a handle on how when we talk about games, if it's difficult, we need to put it into perspective we need to talk about a little bit more than just this is really hard because i don't know about you guys but i've been totally scared off by things like that with games uh like forza like bloodborne like ori in the blind forest a couple of these games where you, you hear difficulty is the first thing that we talk about and of course that's definitely an element but there's a way to get around that there's definitely we're now in 2016 2015 with some of these older games and there's developers are finding interesting ways to kind of ease you into it it's not even bloodborne it's it's totally a playable game all you have to do is spend an entire day dying <laughs> and then i guess you kind of get the get the feel of it. but anyway with forza um i really enjoy just having all the different ways that you can customize forza motorsport 6 into it being kind of further away from simulation but not feeling like you're losing anything um that even the driving line has been around for a little while, but you can kind of take that away from having a, a driving line the entire time and only having it for breaks. And there's all these different things, all these little tweaks that you, that will allow you to jump in and then have a very customized experience. So I really appreciated that about Forza Motorsport 6. And so ever since I played that, I wanted to get into the Horizon series. I just, I've been away from racing games pretty much since, I don't know, Need for Speed, most wanted for like the pc was that even the what it was called the one with the, the first one with the cops i can't even remember what it was called i was i think they did a remake of it anyway i haven't been involved in racing games pretty much since then and uh, i was so grateful that these games are just top tier games i was meant to get into forza horizon 2 um but yeah i got it from the library and spent a few hours with that and it's exactly what you expect it to be it's totally an arcade totally fun very different from from forza um but ultimately i i think that i'll probably that's the one so th this is the best part about the library like i played it for a few hours i'm like okay i'm gonna pick this up next time it's on sale and then i i can move on to the next thing so um i've got I still got forza on my on my xbox i have a digital copy of it so i jump into that every once in a while and i can definitely see doing the exact same thing with Forza Horizon 2. So I don't know if you guys have played these games. Let me know what your experience is with them because I'm, I'm loving them. And uh, it's just one of those things where I've got a three week. Oh my God, I forgot about this. You guys have to, I, I'll quick story and then we'll jump in with Greg. So this was the first time I'm renting games from the library and I didn't realize that you actually have three weeks with them. And when you have a game on hold, at least at my library, um, with books, they have your hold just on a shelf and they've got your name on it. You go pick it up and you go check them out. But games, I guess, are worth a little bit more. So they have all your holds kind of behind the desk. So you have to go up. And I'm a 32-year-old guy with, you know, I'm, I work at an office, so I've got a shirt and tie. And it's kind of, I don't know, it's weird to say the least. It's weird to go in <laughs> to the customer service desk. And I don't know if they're expecting me to be asking for something very literal, like very, very I don't, I don't, I can't even say the word. That's how literal, how little I read you guys. Wow. I'm not even cutting this out. I could probably edit this, but that's okay. So anyway, I go, I go up to the table and there's this, your typical librarian, old, old lady with glasses, very quiet and very frail, uh, but super nice. And so I go up, I hand her my card and I'm like, I've got a couple 
items on on hold. I don't even say video games. I say I have, I have a couple as if she's not gonna find out in two seconds. Uh, I I have a couple items on hold, and and she goes to grab and she hands me these five games, and just before I walk out, she's like, "Okay, well, um, you can bring these games back in three weeks." And I said, "Whoa, three! I was not expecting that. I thought maybe seven days at most. And three weeks? That's amazing." And she goes, "Well, yes, you'll be a real pro at these games, but." <laughs> Like, I haven't heard people talk about playing games to be good at them, like to be, I don't even, like, like, she, like, a, like an arcade game, like where you're, you actually want to be good because you don't want to blow all your money down in quarters. Uh, but just the way she's, I, I really had to stop myself because I, I kind of burst out a little bit and then realized <laughs> I shouldn't be just laughing in this lady's face. <laughs> but I'm like, yeah, thank you. I probably will be pretty good at these games. <laughs> Uh, mostly I'm just like hoping to try them out. I wasn't really planning on becoming a pro, but yeah, if you, if you say so now I'll, I'll, I will remember that probably for the rest of my life. That was just one of those moments. And every time it'll be reinforced every time I, I go and rent a new game and hope that I get the same little old lady that I hoping that I get really good at some of these video games. Oh my God. Okay. Really last, last thing. Um, one of the games that I, I got, I will be taking back probably tomorrow or the next day. I think I've, I think I've had enough of this one. It's Dragon Quest Heroes, The World, Trees, Woe, and The Blight Below. What a title that is. Probably the, the cheesiest game I think I've ever played. This is like, if you guys don't know, uh, this game came out last year, February 2015. And it's kind of like the Dynasty Warriors thing where you just have like an onslaught of enemies and you kind of just, you're just racking on attack, uh, over and over and over again. And because of that, uh, your character will shout out the same thing at the end of every, <laughs> at the end of every com, quote unquote combo, which is square, 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 square. Or if you really want to mix it up, it's square, 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 triangle. <laughs> so you have, you have your guys screaming the same thing after every fourth button hit, I guess. So I'm playing that in front of my wife and she's like, well, this is annoying. <laughs> so that's a headphone game, I think, from now on. But it's definitely a, uh, check your brain at the door if you just want to, kind of do nothing it's pretty much the exact opposite of dark souls 2 uh i'm having lots of fun with it but i think that i've had maybe enough of it um really addictive gameplay there's some there's some elements of kind of leveling up you can you can go back to your sort of little village with some shops and you can get new swords and boomerangs and all these different weapons and things upgrade your crew you you can you can edit your party so you've got four people coming along with you and as i'm getting further into this game i'm meeting more and more people so i'm getting the appeal for sure the one thing that i'll say about it before we jump into our chat is i'm not really enjoying like the the enemy design um i don't know if any of you guys have like nieces or nephews or kids yourselves if you've ever seen a show called uh yo gabba gabba it reminds me too much of yo gabba gabba which is probably uh not quality television <laughs> it's like wow so it reminds me of that i don't think that the monster designs are really that terrific so but this game does want me to go get hyrule warriors so i've never played that one but i get what is the the appeal of these games so i think i'm going to take back dragon quest heroes and, and go take out hyrule warriors but anyways wow i have been talking for way too long thank you guys still for being here and we'll see you at the end of the show um, but my guest this week is Greg Kislowski. Greg, I'm so sorry. I hope I said that kind of close. Uh, we met, of course, as I mentioned, in the kind of funny Facebook group. And we were talking about uh, another podcast. Uh, I f- I'm so sorry. I've forgotten the, 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 the guy's name. Um, he's going to start a new podcast where he's 
kind of doing the same thing. We're like interviewing specifically best friends from the kind of funny group. And, uh, I'm so thankful. Thank everybody who's been on this show kind of, and who was also in on that kind of funny group is like, Oh, you mean like Sean Caprice thing? <laughs> so thank you, Seamus. I think you were one of the first ones to do that. Um, but you know, it's one of those things. I don't own this format. I'm so, I hope that he does that. I think that's a great idea. Obviously I'm doing it right now. Um, so Greg, I think was on that thread and he's like, Oh, you do that. I would love to be on your show. So I, just ask him to be do it. I don't know that. I don't know if there's any better story than that. That um, maybe I caught him off guard. <laughs> uh, but I'm so grateful that he reached out to me because that's all it takes, you guys. Just let me know if you have even an interest in doing the show, or if you've even got an interest in doing podcasting. My whole intent with this show was actually to do that. Was to actually provide uh, an opportunity for people who've been thinking about it. Um, this is kind of like a really carefree, low risk. E- kind of just have to show up for the show on Skype and that's pretty much it and that's what Greg did and this is what we talked about here he is on episode 24 the Jack Bauer episode here is Greg Kozlowski have such great memories of Amtrak. I've taken it a couple of times now. One time I was in New York and uh, just totally by chance, uh, a couple of friends of mine that I went to high school with were also there. And we met up at a bar and we were kind of just having some drinks and they're like, yeah, well, so we're going to Boston tomorrow. They were going to spend the week in Boston and go um, go to a, a Bruins game and then they were going to go to some football games, things like that. And they're like, well, we've got an extra ticket to this Bruins game. Like, if you want to come, I'm like, well, I leave like tomorrow night but let's check out this Amtrak situation. So I ended up two hours later. So this was at about two o'clock, uh, two hours later, I get on a train, go to Boston. I land there. Like I, yeah. I get off the train at like six or seven in the morning or something like that. And like nothing is happening. Cause it's so early. I just walked around Boston with like a little welcome to Boston book, like a Fromers thing, just walking around. I met up with my buddies when they finally woke up at like 12 o'clock or so we hung out for a bit had some drinks we went to a Bruins game but because my flight was coming back home I actually had to leave the hockey game after the second period oh, <laughs> hopped God. back on an Amtrak and then flew back home it was like the most that's actually really funny it was yeah, awesome no. Amtrak is like really clutch because like my school does like a bus system mm. like because it like where it's like 20 bucks and they pretty much just drive you to DC or close to DC yeah and then that was nice because like when I was a freshman, I didn't have a car, so I would just do that and then take the Amtrak up. Mm. So, like, Amtrak's definitely nice because then, like, you know, you have Wi-Fi, plug, all that stuff. And yep. I watched some uh, I watched some movies, played some Vita. It was a good time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, like, if you if you're, if you're have to travel a lot and you, like, it's too close to take a, uh, a plane, like, yeah. Amtrak's perfect. For sure. So, if you're on, a, if you're on like, a long road trip or on a long train ride, like, what are you, what are you playing? You playing Vita? Are you playing phone games or like you watching movies? Um, if I'm not driving, because typically I always drive, which is incredibly annoying. You got to get away from that. You got to get this clutch gaming time in. You've got lots of downtime. Yeah, you don't want to be busy like I've, driving. <laughs> I've 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 listened to the Game Over Greggy show for ten hours straight before. There you go. Yeah, I've done that. I've done that a couple times actually. Um. But like, like starting from the beginning, kind of thing. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, because I did the last time I started doing a lot of driving, like 
around like Thanksgiving and stuff like that. Yeah. I started from them quitting IGN and like becoming oh, okay. like true kind of funny. And I just went from that to the end. How did you like come across that announcement? Like, was it just somebody sharing it on Twitter and you're like, wow, these guys left a big thing and like, I should probably take interest in what they left that for. Like, what, what was it about? Cause I've, I followed them since like beyond, I don't know, like two ninety or something like that. So it's been a little while. Yeah. And so I, I had, too. yeah, I, um, like I had a PS3 and I listened to beyond like pretty often. I wasn't like religious about it, but like I knew, you know, who all of them were. And like uh, I probably started around hundred something and oh, like wow. listened to it. But then when the PS4 launched was the same year my friends were graduating and like I didn't really have the time or money to get it. Right. So like I didn't get a PS4. I wasn't really like I didn't get one till last May. So about that time and like around the announcement is when I kind of like stopped gaming for like a year and a half, whatever yeah. it was. And so I kind of missed them leaving IGN. Mm. So it wasn't until I got my PS4 in May, last May, that I came back and was like, oh, like, I used to listen to this all the time. Like, I wonder what's going on, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, I think it was right around, like, the Beyond 400 episode where they're, like, at the bar or something like that. Yeah. And, like, Tom and Greg <laughs> come up to them and they're like, yeah, you guys quit IGN. I'm just like, wait, what the fuck? Like, how'd that happen? Like, how did I miss that? And then, like, <laughs> That's, that's how like I a big like, deal. Yeah, I was like, wait, I know who you guys are. I was thinking it was weird. I had no idea who the hell this Max guy is, but like, what do you mean you guys quit? And like, you have your own thing. And that's how, kind of how I like stumbled upon kind of funny, like the proper. Because totally. I listened to it during their Beyond days where like, like the beginning episodes, but I was never really like crazy about it because I didn't have that much time to do all sure. that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's actually kind of weird how I like stumbled upon it. I know it's it's just strange. Like podcasts to me, and just in general, are, are so strange. And and actually, just already, I think that you should probably start something. <laughs> like I get I get a feeling like you kind of reached out, um, maybe because because you listen to these guys and and podcasts have become part of maybe a bit of a routine for you. Uh, just already, like I think you should like grab like a group of people, and I think you should like start something up. Like the thing about this show has been great is I get to meet. A lot of people who have uh, mostly they already have their show. So we kind of talk about how they get started and and how like mm-hmm. being a kid kind of morph them into the person that they are today. And now they're talking about games on the Internet and things like that. Um, but for me, like I just love having almost like a standing date. Like I'm always going to make sure that I'm like talking about this to people who obsess about it as much as I do. And it's so I don't want to like if I said it's therapeutic, that almost sounds pretentious. So I just. I love doing this show, love talking to everybody about about video games and kind of how you mentioned before, like, you know, some people want to just go hang out. And I'm like, well, you know, we could also spend that five hours putting that time into Persona 4 Golden. That would be that would be a good idea, too. So I don't know if you've ever had like an inkling to start your own podcast or to have like that standing date with anybody like kind of close to you or meet somebody from the Facebook group to to just talk about games kind of every week or obsess about that. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've thought about it like, cause I've been listening to just random podcasts for the last I don't know, four years, I guess, mm-hmm. whatever it is. And like, I've never really thought about like the gaming side of it. And like, oh, okay. it's more just like, like I've done like, I've, I've always liked the comedy ones. It's like the funny ones that just talk about kind of like the GOG ones, you know, yep. just talk about like random topics every day, whatever it is, or like, 
people leaving questions, things like that. Yeah. What are some so, of those like, that you listen to? That's what uh, got me started on podcasts. Was actually comedians with podcasts. Was the first ones I listened to. Yeah, I'm not sure if you know what Barstool Sports is. Yep. So there's a guy who writes for New York. His name is KFC, and he does this show called KFC Radio, mm-hmm. where it's him and two other bloggers, and they get like voicemails in from people asking just absolutely ridiculous questions yeah. and like other stuff. And like I just love that one because it was just like constantly just so much so funny and all that. Yeah. Uh, then like just other ones that they do, and then like you know I have like the Beyond ones and the IGN ones. Sure. But I've never really thought of doing one myself, mostly because I tend to mumble a lot. So I'm trying to be very good right now. <laughs> so, like, I'm, try- I'm trying to make sure I'm pretty clear. Uh, and like usually I'm not that animated. I'm trying to kind of you know up it up right now. But You're uh, gonna finish this thing and just be like totally wiped and exhausted. Like, oh my <laughs> god, that was the hardest hour I've ever spent. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I I think of myself as like a funny person. Like, I kind of have like that very sarcastic, you know, just like poking fun at everything. Can see the light side of you know whatever. Sure. So like, I feel like I would be good with it, but I just don't really know anyone who I would want to do it with. And like, you know, you kind of need like that good chemistry if you're having like sure. multiple people. Yeah. It's like you know, like if like they can't play off my jokes or if they don't understand my humor, whatever it is. And like, it just kind of gets dry. Yeah. So it's, I think you wouldn't have a problem at all, man. Honestly, like, I think, I think you've got a really like outgoing personality and a really just like, as soon as you sent me that email, kind of like, just telling me a little bit about yourself. I'm like, Oh man, this is going to be good. Like, I just, I just knew like right, right when you sent that, I'm like, cause the thing about this is like, especially if somebody doesn't have their own show or if like, they don't really have any content out there. Like, you just never know. <laughs> like you could ask somebody yeah. a question and go like, yes. Like, and you, you might see them like yeah. go right into the microphone as if they're <laughs> like on trial. Like, that is, that is correct. <laughs> so you just never know. Like if you yes. ask like an open-ended question and they give you a close ended answer. Yeah. And uh, yeah, man, I think that like you're, you're super conversational. I think you definitely, so this is if, when you start your podcast, whatever it's going to be called, whenever you start, we can look back to this moment. You go like, yeah. You know what, Sean was right. This is actually pretty much the funnest thing that I that I do on a weekly basis. You already yeah. have everything you need to do it. You've got yeah. your you've got your headset, you've got a microphone, you've got recording equipment. You're doing it right now. So I think yeah. that this is it. <laughs> I use an iFree Skype recorder uh to to catch both sides. And um I'm just a friend of mine and I have I, I uh, his name is Gary and uh We've been talking about, well, actually, ever since I've been doing the same thing with him as I'm doing right now with you, I've been on him for probably the last like eight years, ever since I had the podcast app on my iPhone. Like, dude, why are you not? Even before that, it was, why aren't you doing stand up comedy? Like, you just got to get up there. And I think I get it. Like, that is probably the most terrifying thing in the entire oh, world. Yeah, sure. As funny as I think this guy is, I've always wanted him to do something like that. And then podcast came out. I'm like, dude, you got to get your own podcast. Like, get, like, you can just talk and talk and talk. And um, just recently, um, I was talking to him about he's a big movie guy. He's not really too much into games. He's big into movies. And so we went to go see Hardcore Henry. And I'm like, we got to do something. We got to like jump on a Skype call or something. So uh, I think I've convinced another guy to start his own podcast. (laughs) I don't know if that's what the world needs, but I'm I'm just like trying to get everybody like you've got something here. Like you should definitely try it out. It's it's so much fun. And there's nothing there's nothing permanent about it. Sorry, Andrew, if you're listening, there's I'm not here forever. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, it's just it's just a lot of fun. And I think you'd be really great at it. Yeah. I mean, like, it's always interesting. 
Like it's just finding the other right person I could do it with. And then also just figuring out exactly what I would want to do with it in terms mm-hmm. of like what focus I would want to do. Cause I could do video games and in, in a funny way I could just do, you know, random topics. But the other problem is just, there are so many mm-hmm. that like, I just don't want to be like just another generic one where like, I like your like idea, like, you know, you're just interviewing random people from the community. Yeah. Definitely like awesome. Definitely different. You don't see anything like that. So like, I like that. It's just like, I just know, like, I don't want to do something that's just, hey, here's the news, and let's make a funny joke about it. That was exactly, and you know what, just because you already recognize that that's a thing, like, I think you'll come up with something pretty unique. But uh, now that I've totally convinced you to start up your own podcast, everybody check out Greg's podcast in about a month when he gets everything started (laughs) out. Shout out to the community. If you guys want, uh, reach out to Greg. That would be, man... That would just make my life if, like, I actually kind of like just every 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 person you interview, you just like start up a new one, just like <laughs> leaving leaving like a trail of podcasts in your wake. Yeah, yeah. People will you can start to have like this family tree, like this ancestry yeah. ancestry thing. <laughs> it only up to, it only like up to way, Sean, like, just totally yeah, without any qualifications. You know, sounds kind of like a pyramid scheme where Sean's just like, yeah, I have these five people. And I get the sponsor money from them, and then they have five people each, and I get the sponsor money from them. Yeah, that's, that's just that you guys don't know that I, I will be secretly coming back for you, back to you for like yeah. uh, what's the word uh, royalties? I'll be coming back for royalties yeah. in a couple of years, yeah. compounded yeah, it's, royalties. <laughs> it's not a it's it's not a pyramid scheme, guys. Just get in at the top, and you'll be perfect. Right? It's not even it's 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 because it, it goes down, so it's not a it's, yeah. it's an inverted pyramid scheme. So it's the opposite yeah. of that. I think that's the way that works. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, that's pretty much why, like, I emailed you in the first place or put yeah, the man. message on Facebook. Because, like, I saw, like, I saw your post and, like, usually, like, on Sundays, like, I kind of avoid it just because, you know, there's, like, hundreds of posts about, you know, random. Trust me, it causes me inner turmoil every week. I'm like, I don't so, know. Like, <laughs> and it's, it's just like, you know, you can only do it on that day. So here's 500 people talking yeah. about things that you've never even seen before. So, like, I saw it, and I was like, obviously, I'm, you know, I know who Kaylee is just from the group and everything else. Yeah. So, like, I was like, oh, that seems pretty cool, interesting. And I started giving it a listen, and I was like, you know, I, like, I'm not really known in the group that well. Like, I think maybe people might recognize my picture, but for the most part, they don't know who I am. Yeah. But I was like, hey, you know, I'll ask them. Why not? What's the worst that happens? He says no, or, you know, I have to wait, like, a month or whatever hell it is. Like, figured it was, like... I might not take the first step to myself making my own, but if I can get on his, like at least I can see how I feel about it without mm-hmm. actually creating my own thing. Yeah, man. Well, that originally, like that was my plan. I thought that like everybody would like kind of line up and maybe they had been listening to IGN podcasts or kind of funny and things like that and just wanted to do something on their own. And what I had, what I didn't expect was to have people lined up out the door with their own podcast and they would they're totally pumped about uh guesting on it and so it's sort of become like this almost like the celebration of other content creators but like today's podcast is really like what my original intention was is just find other people in the community because um i think it was at uh, I was at San Diego Comic Con and I was waiting in line we were going to see uh they were doing a live game over Greggy show and we were just like kind of waiting 
And all of a sudden, people just start talking. You're just kind of like, I guess I'm sitting here for a good half an hour, 45 minutes. And you just start talking to the person in front of you. Or you start talking to the guy behind you. And next thing you know, you're in like this hour-long conversation with people you've never met before who obviously you kind of have some similar interests. And I'm just like, that's a podcast right there. Just like hey, you, like I'm going to grab you out of the crowd. And yeah. just kind of like, that's really where this came from. But it's kind of morphed into this thing, like I said, with uh, other podcasts. And that has really been kind of the saving grace is just, talking to other guys who guys and girls who are also doing their their own thing and just learning about how they got started and how they're how they obsess about it and how they do their thing it's opened up this whole other community which uh which has been awesome yeah i mean i definitely like that whole idea just because like i don't know kind of just makes you know like someone who i don't really know about stand out yeah you know like i know everything about the kind of funny guys you know i know like I know who Tom Hawkins is. I know who Sean Pitts is. Like yeah. those are like you know the top tier Zyger, like the top tier members. What's up, Zyger? So it's, yeah. Zyger listens. <laughs> That's awesome. So like it's it's kind of cool just to see like the, the people who like I only know from the Facebook group who aren't necessarily like you know the top yeah tier fan whatever you want to call them. So like I like like the whole like idea behind it all and you know it's definitely interesting. Plus like I don't know, everyone's got an interesting story to them and like. No, it's just it's better than the usual. Yeah, for sure. Know, Thanks, man. Well, yeah, like I said, I think uh, I think you're onto something. I think you have something. So good luck. <laughs> but I want to go back to um to you being at Virginia Tech a little bit here, um because for me and for maybe for a lot of people outside of Virginia Tech, there's unfortunately sort of like one thing that we all yeah. sort of think about. And I was curious because obviously lots has happened way more positive since since the shooting and i'm i'm wondering if it's if it's difficult for students there and for staff and everybody on campus to shake that off or is it because you're there and you because so many things are happening each and every day to move you away both time-wise and kind of mentally away from that time like mm-hmm. what's it like on campus like what's the what's the what's the vibe it's Weird, because the funny thing is, there's actually more stories that than people don't know because they didn't get the public eye. Right. So there have been three other killings on the campus since the 2007. Oh my gosh, I didn't know that. So there was an Asian guy who was tutoring like an international transfer student. And then he ended up locking them in the like one of the cafeterias, and apparently decapitated her. Oh my gosh! Then there is when I was a student here, or like while recently, here, recently it was uh three years ago maybe. Um, there was a cop who was shot by a kid, and he Holy died. Right out. He died. That which is actually a funny thing. Well, not funny. There's no <laughs> It was my luckily, I think it was my sophomore year, and the parking lot that he was killed in is like right next to one of the dining halls. So my friends and I were like, "Hey, you guys hungry? Like, let's go, you know, to West End. Let's get some food." And we were literally getting in the car, and then like I got like 15 texts from people, like my parents, everything else, like, "Are you, Are okay? you okay? What's going oh, on?" Oh no! And then I'm just like, "Huh? What's going on?" And I'm like. I like Googled Virginia Tech like really quick or like we got uh, like a text alert from the school because like they do that, you know, like, you know, for things like that. And yeah. um, I was 
I was like, okay, that's weird. Cop, like, just got shot. Like, they don't, like, the kid's on the run or something like that. And uh, I was like, that's literally, like, I was going to turn into the parking lot where the cop would, like, the corner where the cop got shot. Yeah. So I was like, like all right, I'm just, we went, we ended up, like, going to Five Guys and said, and then, like, coming back, and I'm, like, saying, which is really weird. The kid wasn't a student. He, like, robbed the bank near, in a nearby town, came here. And then, like, cop pulled over his car. He shot him. Oh, like, my God. It wasn't really... Like, of connected. course he's on campus when this happens. Yeah. Oh. So it's not really a Virginia Tech story, but, like... It's a Virginia Tech story. Sure. Um, but in terms of what you were asking, like... It was never a thought for me when I decided to come here. Because, right. like, I, I'm from Long Island. I did, like, a tour of, you know, 20 schools, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And, like, the first time I came to Tech... Like, I saw the campus, and I just fell in love, because it's just absolutely beautiful. Like, you know, in the mountains, just, we have, like, these things called, like, it's like Hokie Stone, which, like, we're the Hokies, which is just a turkey. Um, <laughs> and, but it's, like, beautiful stone buildings, just, like, absolutely awesome. And, like, it was never thought for me, and then, like, obviously, I knew what happened and everything. And, like, you know, people would make jokes, like, hey, stay away from such and such. Or, yeah, like, of course. Careful down there. And it's, like, Hilarious yeah, jokes, yeah. Yeah. And it's just, like... It never bothered me, and like the community itself doesn't let him phase it. Yeah, phase us. It's like every year we do a um a three point two for the thirty two because thirty two people awesome. were killed that day. So we do you know, it was like five k I think, and it's just pretty much our five k like around campus. That and gives then, me chills, man. Oh my gosh. Yeah, even me. I got people <laughs> about it. And um, you know, like I, like the money that gets like donated goes to like families or you know things like that or like whatever foundations something like that yeah um and like you know like that day itself is just like awesome because like everyone's wearing school colors you know you got like families you got every kid doing it and it's kind of like a point pride thing like i've i've run it and like i'm not you know an extremely fit guy and like i just did it because like you know it meant something totally yeah it's not like there's, there's a lot of school pride and like we don't you don't let it get like get us down and like the jokes or whatever it is what it is Oh, it's too bad that there's even jokes about it. But like, I was even like wondering if I'm like, I don't know if you probably get this a lot when whenever you say to people that you go to VTech, like, I don't know if that's a if that's a thing that comes up yeah. quite often. But yeah, that's, just like the first like the first thing that's associated with Virginia Tech is that. Like, oh, that sucks. What well, else is it like, known for? Like, what 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 was it about? Obviously, the campus is beautiful. I've I've seen the campus. It's un- it's unbelievable. Um, but like, what was it specifically about the school that kind of like drew you? And you're like, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna leave real America. <laughs> I don't know if uh, I don't know if Virginia's county is sure, real America. <laughs> sure, Virginia's county is real America. I think Colin <laughs> Um, yeah, that's a that's a hard question because like, I never really knew. Like, I when I came when I was leaving high school, like, I loved science and I loved math. Yeah. So like, I wanted to do an engineering major. That was my plan. My sister, my oldest sister, is a chemical engineer. Like, I love the job she does. Like, that's what I wanted to do. So I was looking at tech school, like specifically know, chemical engineering. For the most part, yes. But yeah. like, I was interested in just any engineering. I'll take time. any engineering. Sure, that's what yeah. happens when you're super. So, like, I I, lo- I love chemistry the most. So like that awesome. was definitely like the thing I I was top of my list. So like. I looked at, you know, like Binghamton, upstate New York, Penn State, uh, University <laughs> of Maryland. Another famous like, school. <laughs> yeah, I actually like just did like a complete circle because like 
it was like a, oh, it was like a, a weekend drive of just like hell. Yeah. Because <laughs> I knew I didn't want to do any city schools, and I knew sure. like like I I hate New York City just because I hate that many people in the area. Yep. Just like it, anxiety and just like. Great place to visit. I I went there. I've been there a few times. And when I remember going there, I'm like, I don't know why I don't move here. This place looks amazing. And then I spent a week there. Amazing time. Probably one of the best uh, vacations of my life. And then I left there going like, I especially it's so different from from where I live in Canada. Like, it's three hours away to the next city. And the next city only has like a million people in it. Like we've got just so much space around us. Like we don't have cities stacked on top of each other. So very, very different. Sorry, I totally interrupted. <laughs> oh, it's completely fine. Like Long Island is densely populated, but like it was spread out enough. Mm. So when I was doing my searches, like it really came down to Binghamton, Virginia Tech, and University of Maryland. And or and Delaware too, kind of, but whatever. Um <laughs> I was gonna do Binghamton just because like it's a SUNY school. So sure. Like five thousand dollars versus thirty. <laughs> yeah, wow. <laughs> like it was like, oh, maybe I should just do that, and like I definitely probably should have, but whatever. I like, but the thing, the biggest thing was the campuses. Like, yeah. Because I remember, what, granted, weather had an effect on it, but I went to Binghamton, and it was kind of like a gloomy day, but that's mm-hmm. pretty much the weather there every day. Mm-hmm. Like the buildings are all just like gray, depressing. Like I walked through like the engineering department, and I'm like. You know, it doesn't have like ceilings and like all this other stuff, and just like, yeah, it's a good, it's a great school, but it's just like I no. not feeling it. I, I, I no. So um, the the hardest part was probably the distance because I yeah. didn't really know what I want to do, and my brother went to Georgia Tech, which you know he flew there obviously, but like he didn't come home like really ever, and like he pretty much just lived down there. So like, and he had a hard problem, hard time with that. So like, I was kind of wary about that, but. As soon as I rolled into this campus, I was like, yep, nope. Done. Just, yep. And, like, like I ended up seeing other schools in, like, D.C. and all this stuff. And I was like, nope, I don't care. I, I want to go there. Oh, so, that's awesome, man. So you knew, yeah. like, right away. That's that's amazing. Yeah. The hardest part was also just the fact that I didn't know anyone yeah. that was coming here. Because, like, I went to a private Catholic school on Long Island. And everyone from that school goes to Villanova. BC, Holy Cross, or Providence. Yeah. It's, but it's like, it's a class of like 500 kids and 350 of them are going to one of those sports. Right. So like nobody I knew was coming to Virginia or at least this part. So like, I definitely just like deer in the headlights, just like, I don't know a single person here and no one I know knows a single person here. So this is going to be interesting. Oh man, that's crazy. So you've been there for a year now? Or two uh, no. I... I started here in 2010. No, I graduated high school in 2010. I started in 2011. Sure. Okay. Was that an immediate thing for you? Or where was the break? You've you've had a break while you're in college, but you had a break after high school as well? uh, No. So, like, graduated 2010, started fall 2010. Gotcha. Then went on to – I took a semester break in 2000, spring of 2013, mm. just because of family stuff. Came back in 2014, and then took, but because of the delay from spring and like other stuff, I wasn't ready to graduate in, with my friends in 2014. Mm. So after all my friends graduated, some other family stuff and financial stuff happened. So like I had to take some time off. 
so I took a year off and just worked a couple jobs and lived at home. And then I came back now last fall. So. Well, I love the dedication. Uh, tell me, you, you mentioned offline about you are the youngest of five kids. <laughs> like what? So I'm, I'm, I'm one of four actually. So I kind of know a little bit about what it's like, but I even like, I thought that that was like crazy. Yeah. What's it like? Like, so you're growing up in Long Island. You've got five other, so you've got brothers and sisters older, all older than you telling you kind of like, this is the way of life. Um, how did they, how did they impact uh, how you play games? Really? Like they must've had kind of their whole, they're all their preferences set by the time you even came around. Like they, they decided whether it was Nintendo or Sega, like what, what, what kind of household did you guys have? Yeah. Uh, so I have three sisters and a brother and it's pretty much sister, sister, brother, sister, and then me. Um, and like every, we weren't, most of them aren't really gamers, quote unquote. Okay. My, my brother, my brother is a big PC gamer. He you know, loves the legends like a nerd. Um, <laughs> It's kind of disturbing. Uh, <laughs> That's but, so um, funny because you started by saying none of them are really gamers <laughs> except yeah. for this one guy who plays League of Legends nonstop. But like because of you know so many kids, my parents just you know bought the game systems because it was something to give them give us to do. Yeah, it's a so, parenting survival tool. <laughs> yeah. So the first one I remember playing on is the Super Nintendo. And awesome. Pretty much the I don't know I think it's like the Ninja Turtles like back in time or something like that. I think Dude, that's what it's called. Okay, I've got a Ninja Turtles poster right next to me. I I would get up, but I'm gonna pause the I'd have to pause the podcast. But I've got a Ninja Turtles movie poster from the I think 1990 or whatever the original one. And every time I've been looking at this thing, the theme song from Turtles in Time keeps like popping up in my head. So that is ridiculous that you just brought that up. So I've, I've, funny. I've played that game probably like. 50 hours of my childhood, 100 hours of my childhood, and I don't think I've ever gotten past the first or second Yeah. <laughs> I, I, all I remember is like, I was like, I don't know, like six or seven and just having absolutely no idea what the hell I was doing. Yeah. Was that, so uh, you get to like the Technodrome, you're like, I can't beat this. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, the funny thing is we still have it. And like, it's at my parents, like my parents have a house uh, on the east end of Long Island. And like, whenever I go out there, it's just like sitting in like a little cabin. And I'm just like, I want to play this. And then just like, no, I still suck at it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm always hitting my friends by accident. I'm always, oh man, I'm always stealing the pizza when I shouldn't be. That game, I have so many good memories. I played that in arcade um, back when like Chuck E. Cheese was like a thing. Um, and so there, we had like a, we had a birthday party. My friend, I think we were in probably like grade one or grade two. And like, I didn't really understand that money what i didn't even understand like the concept of money so all i knew was that the the mom who had hosted everybody at this birthday party was just handing out quarters for everybody to go play arcade games and i burned through my quarters on ninja turtles in time so fast uh i just went right back and i'm like can i have some more quarters she's like of course not like what is wrong with you and i i remember (laughs) i think like that was like a key moment in my life where it kind of clicked for me i'm like oh you shouldn't ask like other people for money (laughs) right yeah that's, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we play. I had other, like other games on like like the random Super Mario games are there. Sure. But like for the most part, I don't really remember what I played. I just remember playing on it, except for Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Then we had the uh, what is it? The Sega Game Gear? Is that what's called? Oh man, the Battery Eater. Yeah, and only thing I remember playing on that is Sonic. And yeah, of course. I, I played that for like ten minutes. And I was like, nope. 
Oh, really? I, yeah, I, I no, I that wasn't. I'm not a really big platformer for like fan. Like, How did you really... get the Game Gear? Like, was it somebody else's, or was it given to you as a gift, or like, where did this thing come from? <laughs> the only way I can remember it is that there was a cabinet in my house, and it was always on the top shelf. I don't know anything more than that. I just that remember was. randomly take, taking it out of there and just playing it, and then sticking it right back in. Don't know whose it was. I don't think I've ever asked about it. Just it was always just there. Are you sure you were in your own house? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That I am sure about. It's like I, I kind of blacked out throughout my childhood, and then yeah. like next to you, I was playing games that I didn't know where they came from. Yeah, I have a very like my memory of like I always make the joke that my memory doesn't start until like sixth or seventh grade. Sure. Oh yeah. Because like I like. I can remember random things, but there will always be just, like, stories about when I was, like, 10. Mm-hmm. How old are you in sixth grade? Are you, like, 10? Like, 11? Are you okay. 11? 10? I don't, I don't know. know. Something like that. So, there'll, like, there'll be stories of when I'm, like, 8 or something like that. that Some I of us are 18. Remember. <laughs> yeah. A little slower. There'll be stories about when I'm, like, 8, and I'll just be like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, at all. Just totally. complete blanks. So it's just like random little like tidbits, but I guess that's kind of how memory works anyway. But that's why uh, I was so impressed with Bobby on the on uh, the Geek Guru when he was on. He was telling me like in crazy detail, like him as a as a kid in the car going to the store, and I'm like, how my brain my brain is a lot more like yours. Like I've got like maybe a few flashes of a memory, and then that's kind of it. It really doesn't. You're right. It doesn't start until such an age. Yeah. But there's like the biggest I think gaming memory for me. Was when I got my Game Boy Color. Oh yeah, we had an N64, but my brother is—I'm 24, my brother's 27, 28. So he, when that came out, my like, he got it for Christmas, all that. So like, it was pretty much his. And yeah. I like he wasn't playing it, or like you know, so like I never really gamed too hard on it until he was older. And then, like, I had my time with it. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I played, you know, Ocarina of Time and all those games. Like, I loved all of them, but, like, it was never really my system. Right. Mm-hmm. And I remember getting the Game Boy Color. I had a yellow Game Boy Color. First game I got was Pokemon Blue. And nice. I just remember sitting, like, in my, my like, we, I guess we were coming back from the store or something like that. I just remember, like, laying across the seat in my mom's van just playing the game. Like, yeah. Like, out. And then, like, just doing that for god knows how long and like that was really mine and like my brother didn't get to play it like that was just truly mine and then like along with that it was like my birthday and like my parents i guess at the time just randomly got like a ton of money like they had like a good year whatever um (laughs) i remember going you know like the uh you ever see the show like the shopping spree whatever like where like they run through the store and they just throw stuff in the cart and oh yeah you just yeah so it was pretty much like that with my mom. And, like, we were literally just walking through Toys R Us. And, like, my mom just, like, didn't say no to anything. And it was just, like, I can have all these Lego sets. I can have, and, like, I just remember we got, like, two bags that were probably, like, 13-gallon garbage-sized bags. That yeah. were bigger than me, just filled with games and toys. And I Yes! Did. And the only thing I can remember that I actually bought from that is Pokemon Gold and Silver. Other than that, I don't know what else I bought. Oh my <laughs> I god! I, 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 like all I remember is just doing that and just seeing the bag and then seeing the Pokemon Gold like sticking out the side of the bag. When yeah, you can see whatever that bird, like, bird is. What a visual, and, man! I can totally yeah. see that. Like and like the Toys R Us like 
purple like his clear bag with a purple thing like right over there. Yeah. And um, I don't know what else I bought. Like I, I know I bought Legos and things like that, but I don't rem- have any memories of using those or playing with those. But I still got my Pokemon Silver and Gold. It's actually in my bedroom. You're actually like pointing at it. That's hilarious. Yeah. Can you can you do me a favor? Can you can you talk to your parents and see if I can have them on the show next week? Because I want to know what happened. That is like the coolest thing. Yeah, because I don't know. It was just like a good like my dad is like a cool, kind of like a sales guy, so like most of his uh, money just comes from his commission. He was so the, like, he was the Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> so he kind of just like I guess just had like a really good year that year, and like my parents just kind of just oh uh, that makes me so happy. Whatever, whatever, whatever year, uh, Pokemon Gold and Silver came out, that was how, when I got it. So you got both cartridges. So I was I'm fascinated by this because now this is three weeks in a row of kids growing up with Pokemon, and I just totally totally missed it. Like I we weren't. I don't. I had a Game Boy. Like I, I don't know why. Just it, it just missed me. I just didn't. I just didn't get it. I guess I was obsessing with Pogs and Donkey Kong Land on Game Boy instead. Yeah. Like obviously better. How, full of, not how really. old? Are you? I'm 31. All right. So like, yeah, you're kind of like just like that one stage above. Cause like, but I feel like I'm two years. Like maybe two years. Because it's like like my brother's friends. My brother's two years younger than me. And uh, he like his friends are totally obsessed with Pokemon at my sister's age, like things like that. But I, still, I'm obsessed with games and I always have been. So I'm just I'm really surprised that I missed it. And now this is like three weeks in a row. Like I was introduced to video games through through Pokemon. And like, mm-hmm. I guess I always knew this, but it's it's just weird to have it kind of materialize right in front of me where like I would probably say like I grew up obviously with like Super Mario and things like that. Um, but now I've got like po- this Pokemon thing and. I mean, it's just nuts. I, I've been at uh, the Nintendo World Store in, in Manhattan when Pokemon X and Y dropped, and it was like nothing I've ever seen before. The The lineup out the door went around the New York City block on the inside, and then it crossed the street to the outside of the street, and then it went around that entire block. So, like, right. I'm totally, totally get Pokemon as a thing. I just, I just missed it. So, I'm curious, like, the, the reason I went on this whole tangent is, like, I'm always curious about, like, the two titles – like the first time that I ever bought a game that had like an A and a B side kind of thing is actually just very recently with Fire Emblem Fates. I got Birthrate and yeah. I'm loving this <laughs> game. I'm I'm almost done the story. I think I'm going to jump into Conquest pretty soon. Um, so I get how that whole thing has been built. Like what's it like with Pokemon that you need both sides? Is it literally just like you need to catch every Pokemon so therefore you better double down on this stuff to Nintendo? <laughs> <laughs> It's 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 hard to say because like I'm definitely not like the hardcore Pokemon fan. Like, sure. Like I haven't played one since whatever came. But I you still have Sapphire. it here. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Actually, I only got it because I went home two weeks ago, three weeks ago, and I like found it under my bed and I just brought it with me. Love it. Yeah. Um, like I think the last one I played was Sapphire or something like that, and uh, so I'm not like crazy about it. And I think the only two I've ever bought that were the same generation or whatever mm-hmm. is gold and silver. And I think I only did that because I didn't really know what the difference was. Because like I bet that's a huge part. <laughs> yeah, because like I played like was the only one in my family who played Pokemon, and I had, my my mom just bought me blue, and like that's what I played. And like 
I would never really had like the friends like we would like we would connect like you know Game Boys and do all that stuff. So it was sure. pretty much like like it was never about like trading to collect them all or whatever. Yeah. And um, so like that never mattered to me. And then I think just when the gold and silver came out, I was like, I don't know which one to pick. And mm. so we got to send a game boats type thing. And like I, it, it's a kind of crazy to me that it's just like, hey, we're just going to double dip with you guys every generation <laughs> that like, you, you, there's only like five Pokemon that you can't get here, but you can get them here. That's it, right? <laughs> like, as, as far as I know, like, the other difference ever was, I think, just the background color, like between blue and red, it was one had a blue tint, one had a red tint. Like, it's I think, right? And people so, are like adamant about like one being the the best yeah. for the other. I know, which is really unfortunate because like everyone loves red because it has sight or whatever the hell his name is. And now <laughs> I just like no, I had blue, so blue is better. Go away. Blastoise is the man. Oh, <laughs> so you're playing with it? It's a game boy here and then so what what comes after that is it you jump into playstation after that or is it is there anything sort of like in between because or ds i should have said no uh after the color i end up getting the what's that like the game boy advance like sp like the clamshell one or whatever my it was. favorite one yep that was the coolest one um so i played that for a while and then i guess around the time ps2 launched is when we got one and, like, it was my brother, I guess, was in high school at the time or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I was a bit older, so, like, I had more time to play. And it was kind of, like, our system in because we shared a room, too. So, like, it, it was either one of us was always playing. But I got so you're, like, late junior high this time, like, getting into moving into high school kind of thing? Yeah, I guess. When is the PS2 launch? I want to say, like, 2000. 2001? 2001. I think, yeah. So Dreamcast was... Uh, Nine nine ninety nine, <laughs> the greatest launch launch ever, um, and so that was after PlayStation One. I think PS Two came in and killed that. So probably yeah. two thousand, March uh, of two thousand. Yeah. So yeah. So I was ten at the time. And so are you playing like Grand Theft Auto on this thing? You're playing more sports titles, or you're like, what are you playing yeah. as a ten year old? <laughs> um, I, Grand Theft Auto Three was like I think like the first game I ever played on there. And, like, I played that game for a crazy amount of time. And, like, my parents were never the ones who were, like, over the like overprotective or, like, this has violence, blah, blah, blah. Like, they just didn't really care. The only thing they ever cared about was, like, nudity. So, like, whenever we watched the movie, it was always just, like, covering my Which eyes. Which is hilarious. We just saw I mean, that when we went to see De- um, Deadpool. We saw, like, it's just guys getting smashed against traffic signs, and that was totally right. fine. And then, yeah, sex scenes. You got parents, like, covering yeah. their kids' eyes. That was, like, the only thing my parents ever cared about. Um and I also don't think they knew what we bought. It was kind of just like, yeah, yeah, yeah whatever. Uh, so, yeah, definitely Grand Theft Auto 3. Then, like, Dark Cloud, I played a ton of. Um, What's Dark Cloud? I don't know if I've ever heard uh, of that one. It's a, like, I guess it's a JRPG. And, like, okay. it's pretty much, like, because uh, um, I'm all about, like, the RPG style. Like, I'm all about, like, games that I can spend, like, you know, hundreds of hours in. And, like, sure. I also used to like love like the Sims type games with like building things. Classic. So like yeah. Dark Dark Cloud was like it's like a dungeon style RPG with like different weapons and different classes and different characters, and then like you collect like these pods that like had like people and buildings in it, and you kind of like rebuilt the town cool. that got destroyed by some like evil genie or something like that. Um, so like I, it was kind of like a mix of just like everything I loved. <laughs> love that. Yeah, that's awesome. So, like, yeah, which they actually released it on the um, 
like the PS2 like classic thing on the PS4. Nice. Did you pick it up? Yeah, I picked that up, and I also I never played Dark Cloud Two, which they released too, and I picked that one up. Um, but the game I probably played the most on is SOCOM. Nice. Yes. As soon as SOCOM launched, and like you know, like that network adapter. Yep. Like my brother, because like my brother's like perfect. (laughs) Like he like read up on things, you know. He kept like we had like the PlayStation magazine, all that stuff. And um, like as soon as that launched, like we got it, we played it. And like played it for ungodly amount of hours. Oh yeah! Like I could like I still remember every single map. I still remember like every little like crevice, hiding spot, sniper spot perfectly. Yeah. And like when SOCOM two came out and they butchered like maps, and I was like, nope, fuck that game. SOCOM one's the shit. Everyone after that, I hated. Um, (laughs) but the best, the best and funniest thing, and it's kind of messed up about SOCOM was you could use a game shark with it. Oh so yeah, it, you know you you'd put the Game Shark disc in, uh-huh. load it all up, load all the cheats up, then like you would pop the disc out, and then you put the SoCon disc in, and you know it's like the beginning of online play for a console. So like there was no security checks or anything like that. Sure. So, like, constantly like cheating for the hell of it, but like I never did like the ones where it's like one shot kill or like whatever. I always just did the ones that if it's a dark map, it's a thermal vision. Yeah. So, He's blue and then like the red person. <laughs> so oh my like, god! Oh, trying to hide, I can snipe you. <laughs> You're the reason why like dozens of people have just quit video games forever. They're like, "Fuck this game! Fuck video games yeah. forever! I can't play this." <laughs> yeah, and like that was like the start of me like with online game, and then like sure. you know they had like clans, and there was what is it like clanbattles.net, I think it was or something yeah. like that. And like you know you had like the message boards and like setting everything up like. Oh, yeah, that was just like a ton of fun. I love that game. Yeah, now we can't. Now we complain if we can't set up a party within about five minutes, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we used yeah, to go online and like spend hours kind of like arranging things, and we didn't even have like, online uh, calendars. We'd have to jot yeah. it down in our agendas. <laughs> like arranging like clan battles and like finding like the like searching for server rooms that are like clan recruitment and stuff like that. Like, oh god, I was actually like when. When that game came out and we played it so much, like there was like a fight between me and my brother about like who gets to play it so much. My parents were like, "All right, here's another PS2." There you go. Shut up and go away. Yeah, your parents weren't new to it at this point. (laughs) Yeah, because like by the time like I'm rolling around, they're just like, "I don't want to hear anything." We've already had four of you just shut up. My wife and I did the same thing. We had to buy a second PS4 because she found Fallout 4. She's still playing it. She's 260 hours into this thing. I'm like, okay, you you need your own PlayStation because, like, I still want to play Bloodborne. <laughs> the only problem with that was it's, you know, new, like, internet then, like, God knows what the hell our speed was. But, like, my brother played right? our, yeah. I played in the basement. And I just remember, like, our mics would, like, because I would, like, play with him, but he hated playing with me because I was young and I had, like, that, like, hi, you guys, type of voice. <laughs> super, you know. I just supposed to spit on my coffee. <laughs> I, like, every time, like, you're just like, yo, your balls haven't dropped yet, shut up. And just like, all right, like, whatever. And I was like, <laughs> Get do, I sound that, do I sound that bad? I don't know. Um, but, like, the internet connection was just always so bad. And then there was just, like, more fights. Like, no, you play a different game. I play this game. Then you can play. And it's just, oh, my God. Uh, yeah. That's like, and then like, my brother, like, I had, I still have like a whole stack of old PS2 games I have, and just like. You're never giving those away, right? Like, is that something you just like, 
carry around with you wherever? Or is that something that you could see yourself parting with? Oh, I could like part with them. I really don't like. Uh, I just, okay, send them my way. <laughs> I mean, like, I was it like the my favorite game, like fighting games, like Def Jam. Like, was it yes, that game is awesome. Um, I have like the. It would never be made now. No, never, never. That game was awesome. But yeah, like, I just have like oh, unbelievable amount of games that I can't even remember right now, which is oh, terrible. That's awesome. But the one, the cr- dumbest thing I've ever bought. And this is completely blamed on my brother. Was <laughs> whatever the last? I think it was Final Fantasy twelve. I think it was sure that that came with the hard drive that you would put into your PS two. I never heard of this. What? There was a Final Fantasy game that came with like the probably like a hundred something megabyte hard drive. That behind the network adapter, yeah, you take that, you slide the hard drive in there. And then you put the network adapter back on, and it was supposed to let you play like the, that Final Fantasy game and like other games. No idea why we bought it because at the time, like it was something that we needed to have. And I still had that Final Fantasy game like in like the cover, like still cellophane wrapped. Like oh my in, god, came with like you know like a like a sleeve with like a huge manual. It's like that thick. Sure. And uh, you just, just find out how much that's worth. That sounds yeah, impressive. It's it was kind of like the you know like the Nintendo's. Or the N64 is like... Like the RAM expansion? It's kind of like that, but like, I guess the idea was that like, oh, there's going to be new games, but I don't really remember ever using it. And I think it was also like a way to like save, save files instead of memory cards. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. But like, I just remember buying, like we got it and then like putting it in and just being like, so what do we do with this now? Uh, that was a waste. Because it was like $100 and I never played that goddamn game. Yeah, it's probably a reason I never heard of it. <laughs> I never once played that game. Yeah. So where you, what are you playing now? We you got your PlayStation Four. Like what's 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 in the drive right now? Or you, or digitally? Like what are you playing? Uh, right now I've been playing the Division. And nice. Got, so like, which is weird for me because like, PS2 I loved online multiplayer games. P I got the PS3 at launch and I kind of just fell off on multiplayer because like mm-hmm. by PS3 I was in high school so like I was buying my own games. And I could never justify myself to, like, buy a game that I couldn't play for 100 hours. Sure. Like, it wasn't worth 60 bucks for me. So, like, I never play the Uncharted games because, like, I'm not going to pay 60 bucks for a six-hour game. And, like, so I and I played, like, multiplayer, but, like, I fell off on that. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I played, like, Fallout 3. <laughs> like, Fallout 3. Sure. Totally. Because that's a game I could put 200 hours into. Was that your first Fallout game then? That was my first Fallout game, yeah. Did you know, like, how did you, I didn't realize when I jumped into that game, like, I'd heard, I, I did a lot of PC gaming when I was younger, so I always read about the Fallout games, I knew it was, like, this this deep RPG game, but I had no idea what I was jumping into, really, when I got Fallout 3, like, did you know you were in for a couple hundred hours in that game? No, not really. <laughs> Just kept going and going. The only way, like, I knew, like, I found out about that game because of my brother's friends, like, mm. just mentioned, like, oh, like, are you going to get Fallout 3? And I was like, I don't know what the hell that is. But then I just started reading up on it. I was like, that mm-hmm. sounds exactly like the type of game I want. Mm-hmm. So like, I bought it and fell in love. Because I had already played, like, you know, um, what's the, is it Oblivion? Yeah, that Elder came Scrolls. Out? Yeah. yeah, Oblivion was. Uh... Yeah, before that, right? So like, I played that game. So, like, I already knew I liked that style. Okay. That, like, so, um, yeah, for the most part, like, that's kind of the game I stick with. So now I'm playing Division, which is weird because I don't typically like 
you know, multiplayer or MMOs. Mm -hmm. But, like, I've just been obsessed with it just because, like, mostly because, like, I got in at the ground floor, you know. Yeah. So, like, because of that, like, I can do it and not feel like... Because when I got Destiny, I got Destiny for, like, 20 bucks, like, a year later, whatever it was. Sure, yeah. So, like, I was like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing, and I'm not going to play this game anymore. So yeah. I played for like an hour and then quit. Yeah, I think I got to level 20. I think that was that was it for me. I actually got the the white Destiny one. I, I didn't get my PlayStation 4 at launch. I, I remember looking at it was the following E3, so I guess E3 2014, and that's when they announced that Glacier White Destiny. I'm like, this is what I've been waiting for. This is exactly what I want. And I totally jumped on the whole Destiny hype train, and I didn't even know why. It was just everybody was so pumped about it. And uh, and then I played it. And I thought it was fine. Like it actually, I th I thought it got a little bit more hate than it probably should have. But I never really got out of it. I think what the developers intended, like what everybody mm -hmm. still plays it for. And so I was questioning whether or not I was going to get the division based on Destiny. Like I liked it, but I didn't love it. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to spend, especially here. Like it's it's eighty dollars for games here. So I'm like, I don't know if I'm really going to. So I, I finally like the thing was a, a couple of my friends are totally into the division they bought they buy pretty much every tom clancy game and so i'm like okay well at least kind of like this podcast it's nice to have like that thing that you know that you can always meet up with somebody and just talk about stuff at least with the division like i see i see people less and less uh as as time goes on but at least we have kind of like the division you just kind of go level up slowly and stuff i'm only at like level nine but i'm assuming you've been like at the end yeah. for quite some time now yeah i've been pretty much sitting at like all level 31 high-end gear 200 gvs yeah 200K, all that stuff what keeps you going now though i don't know See, this, <laughs> this is the pro this is the problem i have with video games but especially multiplayer games yeah there comes a point where like i'll have fun with it mm -hmm. and then i just something clicks in my head where i'm just like why the fuck am i doing this <laughs> like, like, why do i care about my call of duty kill death ratio like this isn't like it's kind of fun, but like, what am I playing? I can do something better. Yeah, it's not like, a gradual of, thing. Yeah, it's just it's just like a right there, yeah. just smack. Like nothing else happens. Like, you just, I wake up one morning, it's just like that. So like, I'm kind of waiting for it to hit me with the division, and it hasn't yet. Mm -hmm. And luckily, like the new patch that's coming out on Tuesday, like it will change how things work. So like that will keep me interested. But there's gonna be a point where that happens, which is why I like games like Fallout and stuff because like. It's more of the story and not just like the gameplay. Mm -hmm. Once it come, once it just boils down, just doing the same loop over and over again without like you know some context or like story or whatever, some feeling like I just nope done. Yeah, I, I just like I don't see the point of what the hell I'm doing. I can go read a book and be happy. <laughs> see, and I know the feeling for sure, like the exactly the same thing where you're playing a game and it's all you can think about. It's everything that you're wanting to do. And then one day just click in it and it's gone. That terrifies me. Yeah. <laughs> like knowing that that could happen at any moment. And the fact, I don't know if it's a control thing. Like I, that's the other reason I like this podcast. I can just sort of like air out what the heck is going on in my brain. I don't know what the hell, why this <laughs> happens, but who knows? Maybe somebody can help me out with this stuff. It's your own but personal like, therapy session. I know. It's my own. Just, exactly. When do I ever get to talk about this? I'll, I will be a better person maybe someday. <laughs> thanks to all of this. Um, but I don't like that that can just happen. And I don't know when it's going to happen. I don't know why. Like there's no rhyme or reason around it. And that kind of scares me. And I guess that sort of fear kind of keeps me away from games 
that don't have like a, a definitive ending. So that I do enjoy yeah. like a, like an Uncharted because I can I go, okay, well, I don't really have anything going on this weekend. So probably most recently was when I played the infamous First Light DLC. Like I know this is pretty short. I know it's lots of fun. So I will spend a Saturday. And so I've got like beginning, middle, and end. And I platinum that thing in a weekend. And um, so I really enjoyed that. But I just know that there's so many other experiences other than that. So I've kind of just push push beyond that that fear a little bit. So after the division is done, or like let's say next week that thing clicks, like what what are you looking forward to next that's that's on the horizon? Maybe it is horizon. Yeah, well that game I'm definitely looking forward to. But um yeah that's kind of also like my big fear right now because I don't really have a what's next thing. Because I it's also like the same reason I can't play a MOBA because I like yeah, League of Legends is fun. Mm-hmm. The hell's the point? Yeah, you're just keep just, going you're just, and going. You're just re- you're hitting the reset button every hour. It's like just... getting in shape, really. Like, oh, yeah. what's the point? You're just gonna keep <laughs> going. You never reach a goal. Like, you never really get to an end. You just have to like keep grinding it out. So why bother? Just yeah. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> exactly. That's exactly right. Um. So yeah, it's kind of like my fear right now because like, like there's like the two different problems with video games for me like one i burn myself out like on purpose i do it with like all forms of media because like you know when you get like a new cd and just like you listen to the same like cd like a hundred times and then Mm -hmm. like one day you're just like i've heard this a million times i don't care anymore i don't like it and like you move on like i do that to myself with every form of media i've watched movies like a million times now i can't even like stand the sound of it yeah so like i do that with games and then like you have that like long burnout period where just like you don't want to play a single thing. Mm-hmm. So like that happens. That happens to me like all the time, which is actually why like just at tail end of PS3, the last game I played was The Last of Us. Then I stopped mm-hmm. gaming completely until because I was so obsessed with Fallout 3. As soon as Fallout 4 got announced at E3, I bought my PS4 right away. Nice, yeah. So like that's that's how that worked for me. Cause I was like, yep, yeah, I'm good. That's that's what I needed to sell me on it. But, um, so there's, like, that burnout fear, which, like, happens, but, like, that's just, like, whatever. I'll just go sit outside for an hour. Yeah. Playing game. <laughs> Get my years worth of vitamin D. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That'll be, the, like, that'll be just the time where, like, I can see my girlfriend. Not, not look terrible. Um. Hey, babe, I just finished Follow 3. Uh, we yeah. can hang out now. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, there's, like, the, just, like, the what do I do when this game, when I'm done with this game? Because there's nothing really else. Cause like I'll, I still have to play like the Uncharted collection just cause I want to play Uncharted 4. And I'll, so I guess that might be next. Maybe I'll just rent that from Redbox and just do that. Yeah. Um, but like after the division, which is kind of why I think I'm still into the division is just, I don't know. It's like, oh, okay. like I'm going to find something for you. I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but I got to find what about like? Did you, did you ever play the uh, any of the Dark Souls games or Bloodborne or anything like that? I like I bought Bloodborne because like when I right when I bought my PS4, I didn't really know anything about the games. I didn't really know what was popular or whatever. Sure. So I was still kind of like inching my way back into everything. And then like you know, there's all this hype around Bloodborne or whatever, and I'm just like, oh well, it's only twenty bucks at Best Buy. I might as well just get that. Yeah. And I did had no idea what type of game it was. Yeah. I never played. I never played a Souls game before. I never played that type of style. And then I was just like, oh, so like you just die. Constantly. You just don't win. <laughs> so, like, I that got game should come with an extra controller. Like yeah. really, it should just come with a spare. <laughs> yeah. So like I, I, 
I had the game, I played it, and I beat, I guess, the Clerical Beast is, like, the first boss. And whatever the second guy in the graveyard is, like, I got to that, and I was like, Yeah, no. Father... Father, Father G. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, like, I played that one, and I was like, no, I just, I can't do this. Oh, man. See, I had, I played that over the Christmas break, and so I had... I had like one full day of dying. I had just the worst slash best time. Like I'm like, I kind of get what everybody's saying here. Like this is really difficult. And I just, you, you, if you play that game, like it's a platinum game, like where you're just like racking on the attack button and think like, you know, you can kind of interrupt animations. Like if you press attack, that guy is going to commit all the way from the swing all the way through the follow through. And that can totally be what means that you're you're dead and you're gonna have to start all the way over again. So yeah. I kind of had it's it's a funny thing. The rewarding part isn't necessarily that you're um, beating something that's challenging. It's that you're kind of rewiring your brain a little bit in terms of like how you've been conditioned to play video games for the last twenty or thirty years, and and you just have to play differently. And realizing that you have that in you, I think, is is the rewarding part. But I don't know if anybody's really like articulated why the Souls games are are rewarding. It isn't just that this was hard and I beat it. Hooray. It was yeah. like I think it's a little deeper than that. It's, and I definitely it's just like I, I let myself suffer. So Yeah, like, like that was that and that could it's almost it's from. almost like working out, but there's a reward. <laughs> Yeah, it's like that hurts. Like, what are you guys doing? And I get headaches and I get sweaty and I stink and it means I've got a shower at least once a day. That just all sounds like that all sounds awful. But yeah, like, but that's a game. The reason I bring it up is because like that will you can play that for dozens, hundreds of hours, like really. And it has tons of replay replayability and there's all that stuff, too. And like everything about it is exactly what I like want in a game, which is weird that I just don't love it. Because, like, I like the idea of having to grind to, you know, get better. And I like the idea of having to actually, like, pay attention during the game and, like, do it as tactically as possible. You start to memorize it. But it's just, like, that, you know, like I said, like, that once I hit that gameplay loop where there's nothing, like... Sure. I've seen everything that, this has, yeah. That, like, it burns me out and sure. I just realize, what the hell am I playing this for? Yeah. That happened with me Bloodborne because I was just, like, I couldn't get past Foggy's Gone. And then, like, I was like, I just farmed before Clerical Beast for, you know, doing the same Mm -hmm. five areas of people for two days straight. Like, I don't, I can't do this. Like, why, why, why am I doing it? Well, if this doesn't get you back into it, I'll drop the subject. But there's a, there's a window that you can go up to before you get to Father Gaskin. And you can get, like, a music box from a little girl. And then that kind of, like, keeps them from, anyway, I, I found it by accident and that kind of, like, that kept me going. I think that if I didn't have that and I was like repeatedly dying, uh, then I think I would have a different opinion about that game. But anyway, man, I could sit here literally for like all day, I think, and just chat with you. I think I'll probably have to have you back on. Uh, I'm, I'm toying with the idea of going a few times a week, but we're going to have to, we're going to have to like every second week I get like an influx of like people. And then I've got a whole bunch kind of panned out and then it starts to dry up a little bit. So I'm like, I don't know. I don't want to have a week where I don't have, multiple episodes so i'm i'm toying with the idea but i yeah. might have like a second show during the week where i have like a repeat guest or something like that so if that happens i definitely want to have you back on because there's so much more i want to talk to you about yeah no, i was i was thinking that too i was like yeah i could just go home for another like five hours right now i know <laughs> well maybe one day we'll do like a marathon podcast maybe we could do yeah. something for charity or something like that because that's <laughs> definitely something that's that's close to me and uh with you doing the, the 5k runs and stuff like that's where like i get the reason why people do that for sure 
Um, but usually this is where I ask like where you are on Twitter and where people can find and reach out to you. But like, I don't know if you want to like share the, if you're like that, if you're getting out into the public with stuff like that. So feel free to share however you want people to, to reach out and say they enjoy the show or get you to try another game other than the division. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I'm on Facebook, obviously, by my name, Greg Kozlowski, which um, hopefully you'll see me in the group. Uh, I do have Twitter, which is just G Kozlowski. I'm pretty sure. I'm not I'm not in any way, shape, or form very creative with my names. <laughs> like my, my PSN name is Greg23. Buddy, you're, you're talking to Sean Capri on Twitter, but awesome schlong on PSN. Please, God, Shuhei, let me change my name. No, it's terrible. Well, I, I'm... Imagine calling into the PlayStation Network and be like, I have a I have a problem um, with my and you have to be super polite. Like you can never call in as awesome schlong and be like pissed off at them. Like <laughs> PSN down. Like, well, I'm I'm pissed because I got my PS3 at launch and for whatever goddamn reason, I didn't try to get Greg and I could have gotten Greg. I know I could have uh, got Greg and I'm pissed because when I did it, I didn't really care about like the numbers. So like, I was like, all right, let me just put numbers on it. And I just hit two, three. Never really associated it with like Michael Jordan, and LeBron James. So now like every time I was just like, Oh yeah, you're LeBron James. And I was like, no, nah, I fucking hate that guy. But like, I don't <laughs> care about basketball. I just hit two numbers and now I look like a jackass. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I'm on PSN Greg23 and uh, my Twitter is G Kozlowski, um, which I don't really feel like spelling unless you want me to. No man, that's that's all. I'll have it on the I'll have it on wethenerdy.com uh, and on the on the post on Submission Sunday that hopefully at least one or two people will see. Uh, so yeah, man, thank you so much for taking the time and for reaching out and for being part of the show. I totally look forward to your new podcast whenever you get that up and ready. Uh, I expect um, something within the next three. No, I don't really expect anything, but uh, I look forward to it, man. I really, I really do encourage you to, to, to try something out, even if just to see if you can do it. And if, if there's anybody out there who's been um, listening to this and they've been thinking the exact same thing, come be part of the show, my show too, like come do this and then reach out with Greg and let's, let's just keep this thing moving and growing. This is awesome, man. Thank you so much. Yeah, no, man. Thanks for uh, having me. Like, I really, when I put that comment on Facebook, I never really expected to get on the show. I was kind of like half-assing, and you're just like, "Hey, email me." I was like, "All right, let's do it." So I'm like, you know, "That's I'm really why I wanted you, though, is because you're so unassuming." That's yeah. so that was you had that going for you. <laughs> yeah. so I'm, I'm, I'm glad. I hope this turned out well. I hope. I love it, man. Know. I had a great time. Really appreciate you letting me on. I've had a lot of fun. The music is slowly fading, maybe quickly fading. It's still happening in the background. I hope you guys like that song. I really dig that song. I start to want to jog whenever I hear that thing. It's kind of got this little Mega Man kind of feel to it. Uh, I found it on a royalty-free site, which, uh, as you probably notice, is the only royalty-free thing going on this thing. But who knows? I don't know if I'm breaking any rules. Um, I'm not making any money from this, so I guess that's that's a plus uh, in that way. Uh, thank you so much, Greg, for making the time and doing it on such short notice. That that was such a great chat. I'm so, so we uh, we stop hit stop and we could have kept going honestly, but I actually had to go. Just I actually just got back from from a brunch with my family, so that was kind of nice. But I was uh, I'm sorry to, that we had to cut things off. So, Greg, if you're listening, thank you again. I had such a great time talking to you, and I hope. Everybody that's listening had a great time listening to it. It's it's one of my favorites. It's going up there as 
<laughs> it is tied for number 24 as my <laughs> that's my favorite episode i'm like choosing my favorite kid here oh my god okay shout out time guys Shoutouts to Noah Todd from 8 Pit Chimp, Kaylee Woomer, Zyger, what's up Zyger, James and Josh from Life of Gaming Podcast, Arctic Sloth from the PlayStation Report, Ray and Rebecca and Lee from the Nerd Overdrive Podcast, Bobby and Alan and Toby and Holly from the GeekCast, Brock from BrockDMcLaughlin.com, Seamus from Australia, Seamus Mullins, you're my dude, you got it all started, it's all thanks to you Seamus, what's up man, I'm hoping everything's good tomorrow whatever i don't understand the time zone thing you guys are in the future it's weird you have strange tarantulas running around underneath your toilet seats i just don't understand the australia but we all love your accents okay um if you guys want to reach out to greg and let him know how awesome he did on this show and encourage him to start his own thing uh you can reach out on twitter g kozlowski which as i said that at the intro i realized it reminds me of wazowski from monsters inc so greg i hope you get that all the time and you should high five everybody who does that for you because it's hilarious okay g kozlowski g-k-i-s-l-o-w-s-k-i probably polish playstation network greg 23 g-r-e-2-3 pretty simple that kaylee woomer that's how you do a playstation name i don't care if it's unoriginal these x's for spaces i'm gonna just keep ragging on you for that but it's all with the disclaimer the fact that i am awesome schlong on the playstation network i can't really talk so it's a kidder joking with a kidder what can you do all right, we're going to wrap things up, guys. Thank you so much for being here with me. Thank you for listening. If you like this podcast even just a little bit, it helps so much. If you can go onto iTunes and give us a rating, you can let me know on Twitter what you think of the show. Of course, I'm Sean Connery. No, I'm not. I'm Sean Capri. It's Sean like Connery and Capri like the pants. I can't tell you how many times I mess that up and I have to go back and edit it, but I'm not doing that this week. Um, you can always email us at wethegamercast at wethenerdy.com. The best time to do that is if you're taking the bus or if you're taking a poop. You got the time. You can do a rating. You can send us an email. You can send me a tweet. Those are those are the communication time. That's when you get all of your reaching out is when you're taking the bus or you're taking a poop. Right? Or is that just me? Okay. We the Nerdy, of course, host this beautiful podcast every week. So be sure to go over there. Check out the articles. We've got such a great crew of writers over there. Uh, we're all into different types of nerdy things. It's not just video games. If you guys are into comics, we've got lots of articles on comics and lots of reviews and movies as well. So uh, check out. We just had the Star Wars Rogue One teaser come out. This Is it a teaser or trailer? I think this was, I don't know. It's kind of a tease trailer i can't mix those words jean luc has his take on the on the rogue one teaser trailer that we got this weekend i agree with him so i think we're in for good things so have a have a look see on we the nerdy.com for what jean luc has for there and john newbie had his review for the mighty Morphin power rangers number two now this hits me right in the i don't know if it's in the feels but right in the nostalgia because i grew up with power rangers that's for sure and if they do a comic book kind of on a cool artistic take, I don't know if artistic, but like the cool art on a, on a comic book that has Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, I might have to check that out. And spoilers, the review is positive. And let's see what else. I think I had one more thing. I think Chad Waller had a little something that he just let me know about. Oh, here it is. So he reviewed a goofy comic book about a grizzly shark and that's about it. <laughs> So look for that. I don't even know what that comic book is called, but a grizzly shark. Like, is it describing that the shark is like he's kind of like, is he fatty? Like the grizzle that you have on a steak? 
or is he like a combination between a grizzly bear and a shark so he's like the biggest shark in the forest chad man i don't know what the hell you're talking about (laughs) so i guess go check that out (laughs) and uh i don't have an article going up this week but it's mostly because i have something secret in the works you guys i i'm enjoying doing this so much and i have a friend who likes movies i'm gonna leave it at that we might have something new for you to check out on we the so be sure to follow me on on twitter at sean capri uh and i will let you know what is going to happen there and maybe doing something with bobby the geek guru maybe doing something nintendo based over there so lots of stuff coming if you like this then i'm just gonna spend all of my free time (laughs) talking into a microphone i guess so hopefully you guys enjoy it and uh thank you again so thank you for being here thank you thank you thank you thank you that's it this has been episode 24 of we the gamer cast it's now in your ears thank you again for listening and have a great week we'll see you guys next week it's time to listen to jason Jason! 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 Sean! 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 Sean, where are you? Jason! 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 Sean! 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 Jason! 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 Jason!